Ready your kaiju summoning belt attachments and set sail for Scooby-Doo-like adventures with us this week as we take a look at a Hanna-Barbera oddity from 1979. This is Kaiju vs. History, Godzilla, the original animated series. Welcome back to Kaiju vs. History. This is your crudely animated host, Patrick, here. And joining me is the scrappy dude to my Godzilla, Miles. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, somehow I knew I would be relegated to Godzuki. Rutro, <laughs> Rodzilla. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of uh, wish uh, Godzuki actually talked. Yeah. Yeah. It's got like a yodel when he calls for for the big G. Yeah, uh, yeah we're, we're talking about the 1978 Godzilla original animated TV show by Hanna-Barbera this week. This is a special episode doing another TV show here. And I have I didn't I haven't watched much of this before the podcast. I think I once so, we decided to do this, I was like, oh, maybe I'll check out the animated show. Mm-hmm. I, I saw this a lot as a kid, especially early Cartoon Network days. They were playing a lot of the old Hanna-Barbera stuff just to fill time. Mm-hmm. And so between this and some of the cartoon blocks on the like, USA Network, I, I saw a decent amount of Godzilla, the animated series, whether from that or just running it from Blockbuster. Being a mm-hmm. kid, you know, they made, I don't know how much we've talked about this on this show, but they used to make animated, like, shows off of the weirdest properties like rambo yeah <laughs> the 80s were wild this is uh, 70s, i think there was a but... chuck norris i don't think it was delta force but it was certainly like uh, some sort of chuck norris action themed cartoon as well and it's it's wild the shows they made there's a robocop animated series mm-hmm. and and it's not like some sort of anime it's like geared towards kids so the idea especially even as a kid, that there was a Godzilla cartoon made perfect sense to me. And, and being a kid, and, and at the time, Godzilla movies were kind of relegated to, oh, we're just putting this in the kids section. Mm. It made perfect sense, especially this show, which has, you know, as we say now, a scrappy do type character, but certainly a vehicle for kids to be like, oh, this is the cute, funny little guy mm-hmm. who's going to kind of take us on this journey, the Manila of it all. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's... He's certainly Manila-esque in in some ways. And what's also interesting about this, and you you may you may talk on this some more. I feel like they license. Well, I guess I guess before we talk about this, let Patrick tell us what's in the title. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, before I go before I go a whole rant about Godzilla here. (laughs) It's uh the the title's Godzilla Miles. It's called Godzilla. It is also is known. Yeah, yeah. By but, some but tell, other tell us the other names it has because there's some fun ones. Oh, there's it's a ton. Hanna Barbera leanings. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you'll often see it referred to as Hanna Barbera's Godzilla because there's another Godzilla animated series from 2000. But yeah, um, based off the uh, 98 movie. But now there's several Godzilla animated series. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. But yeah, we're we're calling this Godzilla the original animated series because I think that's how it was kind of referred to as it, it came out on on other media like uh, DVDs and things. But yeah, you, you'll see it stylized a lot of ways. Um, Godzilla the Animated Series or the original animated series. And like we said, the, there's a sequel called Godzilla the Series 
20 years after this. <laughs> but yes, Godzilla, the original animated series, it was really just called Godzilla when when it came out. But after it came out, they started advertising it with a couple other shows and as part of a block of programming to watch multiple episodes back to back. You'll often also hear this called the Godzilla Power Hour. <laughs> Which is a that's not the one I'm looking for. <laughs> but then eventually they would team up Godzilla with other Hanna Barbera properties Same from <laughs> the Godzilla Globetrotters Adventure Hour. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's but a, wait, there's more. The the Godzilla slash Dino Mutt Hour. I remember Dino Mutt. I do as well. And then the best. The, and then the, and the, 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 the piece de la resistance. The cherry on top is the Godzilla slash Hong Kong Fooey hour. <laughs> I, I definitely Hong Kong Fooey. I definitely remember watching those as as a kid. And and, uh, and while we are having fun, uh, Hannah Barbera did this a lot. They certainly did it with Batman. Mm-hmm, uh, and they did mm-hmm. do it. Globetrotters. That cartoon was kind of popular for some reason yeah, in um, the late 70s for sure but yeah, yeah i remember scooby-doo kind of oh hour i remember and... both like the scooby-doo i think were the part of the new scooby-doo movies was that it yeah yeah so that was in the 80s right so 70s or 80s but yeah so hannah barra had their finger in all these pies and of course if they're going to put an hour of material together we're going to use all of our stuff so <laughs> why not use you know these Every, i mean honestly everything a great lead-in name i mean Godzilla oh, yeah. and whatever. Oh, yeah. He I, didn't get I, second billing on any of those for sure. No, they did the same thing with Batman and the Super Friends stuff. Mm-hmm. I The idea behind this is excellent. The animation style is fine. It's your, your standard it, Hanna-Barbera. It's very looks, typical of Hanna-Barbera's 70s fare. But Not the great. execution <laughs> of the show is where I kind of have, like, I have fond memories as a kid, but while I'm rewatching this now, one, it's 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 very dry. We have this kind of Johnny Quest ripoff story where you've got a research vessel, the the Calico, and Godzuku, who we quickly learn is, I guess, Godzilla's kid or they little uh, Godzuki. They refer to him as like a member of his the Godzilla genus species, but I don't think he's supposed to be father and son, even though that's the kind of relationship we see. He's been referred to in in various. The same way that he did Manila. Well, yeah, we see in various media throughout the years, he was listed as a cousin of Godzilla or a nephew of Godzilla, but never father, son. Yeah, I got, <laughs> so, got, got, got to keep that bachelor status for the big G. I guess. Or, yeah, I don't understand it either. But um, yeah, it, it's, it, it's that DC Comics idea. You can't have married characters. <laughs> I, I, I haven't watched every episode. I don't think we ever get a flashback that explains it. But we're just to assume that the Calico rescued because it's a rescue vessel. Godzuki at some point and thus earned the respect of Godzilla. So if the crew looked after Godzuki, they could always count on Godzilla to help them out if they, they need to. And that's kind of the relationship that they have. It, it's not like they have a, <laughs> a, a a real deal with Godzilla besides that, you know, like they're not friends with Godzilla. They're friends with Godzuki. Right. God, God, yeah, exactly. You're, you're, <laughs> you're by proxy. The second that Godzuki link is gone, it's, it's, it's a whole other ball, ball game. Yeah. I and saw. so due to copyright issues, the creators couldn't use Godzilla's classic war roar for the show. 
which they is what I wanted. They couldn't use anything uh, from Toho, really. So that, that's that's what was interesting to me, because I remember this was very true of the Marvel license. They Marvel mm. had the license to make Godzilla comics, and they would... They, I remember there was, I think it was the Defenders, because I remember it was like Iceman and Human Torch fighting mm-hmm. Godzilla, but it just looks like a common green dinosaur. It's not Godzilla. Yes, and I, I forget that there is a... But there's a dinosaur like, monster in Marvel today oh, um, that is based American on American Kaiju that is based on it. Yeah. But, but I, I know that Toho way. has this weird thing. where like, yeah, you can use the name, but you got to pay extra if you want to use Godzilla's <laughs> likeness. Like it's, it's on a whole other level. So, so they had to do new audio for, for Godzilla and just had a voice actor vocalize like <laughs> kind of noises. But not just any voice actor, Miles. Did you see no. who who was uh yes, Godzilla? I did. I did not know this, but Ted Cassidy was was the, the main voice behind Godzilla, which we might all know best as Lurch from the Adams Family TV show, uh, the six nine terror that was Lurch. Right. Yeah, and I don't uh, know. great great choice. Uh, unfortunately, when you just have someone going Bleh! At least in a, maybe kids couldn't tell the time, but like when I'm hearing it now, it just sounds like an adult having a panic attack. It it's not great. I'm I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 increases my enjoyment of the the show. Though <laughs> going back and and hearing hearing, imagine him in a, in a studio booth going. I mean, that's exactly what he was doing. <laughs> yeah this this was cooked up by the the folks at Hanna-Barbera, primarily Joseph Barbera, as, you know, an example of one of the many things in the 70s that they could license, turn into an animated TV show. And obviously there were already co-productions between Toho and American Studios, like Rankin-Bass, we, we talked about mm-hmm. with King Kong in the Showa era. The fact that this is so late, though, I would, after the kaiju Boom I, is interesting to me, but for many people, this is their first experience with Godzilla at all. You know, I mean, that's that's but that's also what helped revive Star Trek. Yeah. Well, the animated uh, Star the Trek animated series, series yeah. in the 70s. I mean, that that was some people's first Star Trek. And honestly, go back and watch those. I know you have, Patrick. There's yeah. some good Star Trek episodes in those. There are some good episodes of Godzilla here. I, not too many in the first season. You really kind of have to go. Right. And I, I didn't get to the second. And there, it's rough because like the first episode, I, I, I keep saying, like, oh, it's not. But the, fir- the first episode is like, oh, look, it's not Rodan. But it's yes. 100% Rodan. It's a there firebird. Are, <laughs> there are some inspired Toho Kaiju inspired monsters uh, and some interesting ones, you know, that have like different powers and things. Sometimes it just looks like a, another giant dog creature popping out of yeah. the, the sands under <laughs> the, the great pyramids of Giza. There's some very interesting stuff that happens later on where they go into more science fiction and fantasy ideas. Like season two has an episode called the city in the clouds where they literally go to a kingdom in the, the clouds that have their own kaiju. Well, and wasn't Godzilla season two not available it. for a very long time? Yeah, well, at, I don't know about DVD releases because I think they only did season one on on DVD. But yeah, it, it wasn't available in any kind of physical format until 
Uh, Toho has almost all of them up, I think, on They, they have official... them out, but it's like it's been like within the last couple years that it's been yeah. oh, put yeah, back yeah. up. Season two only started, I think, two years ago. They, they, they've been releasing episodes in three installments so, each. I don't remember a lot of season two, and it certainly wasn't what I watched uh, mm-hmm. for, for this episode. I watched the most some of the early stuff in season one. And which is why my my view of this is definitely skewed a little bit more negative, just because I didn't get there. And and if you had just if you had just told me like, oh yeah, the, the good stuff's in season two, I was well, it's not the good stuff. It is okay stuff. It is interesting <laughs> no. ideas. Well, the problem is, and and Joseph Barbera explained this very well is standards and practices mm-hmm. for a children's animated show didn't allow them to do anything. Godzilla couldn't destroy buildings, couldn't step on cars. Couldn't shoot his atomic ray. He eventually gets fire breath. He'll he'll just breathe fire. But nothing really of the character from the Showa era and definitely not a lot of the attitude (laughs) comes through to to this Godzilla. And you can kind of hear the disappointment when he talks about it because, yeah, he mentioned everything you said. And he he says that became the problem to maintain a feeling of Godzilla and at the same time cut down everything that he did. (laughs) <laughs> we managed to get a fair show out of it. It was okay. Yeah, Godzuki kind of got the kids going. So like that, that's he knew where from, the bread was uh, being buttered. Yeah, that, that's a quote from Stephen Rifle's book, Japan's favorite monster <laughs> about oh, Godzilla. Perfect. And yeah, yeah, that, that's a good summary of, of this animated show. It's, yeah, I mean, Godzuka, Godzuki is 100% like, oh, this is for the kids. This is this is a vehicle for the kids to get attached to this goofy little character. And you also when the, when the show starts, there's obviously a kid on on the crew and yes. who who talks to Godzuki and at first you're like is this kid psychic or you know not psychic but psychic and then and then Godzuki does something the exact opposite of what the kid just said was going to happen I'm like oh no the kid's just dumb yeah Pete on the <laughs> on the show <laughs> yeah he's kind of got a, a little bit of a connection the characters are interesting I like I like Brock the I guess kind of like the student there there's a captain there's there's dr dr quinn <laughs> who's, who's the the scientist here but yeah every everyone's doing fine except godzuki miles i don't like godzuki in fact i know you don't like godzuki <laughs> i hate godzuki and i hate godzuki so much he makes me like manila a little bit manila i, so I gave too much of a bad rap. i mean i like manila and i especially love the godzilla jr that we eventually get because oh i love uh, godzilla jr so adorable. like like gamera friend of all children the, this godzuki he doesn't look like godzilla he looks like puff the magic dragon you know, he looks like a different genus. He's got winged flight, which makes no sense. He's got these tiny little bat wings that can apparently propel him through the air, even though he's not very good at flight. <laughs> I, you know, I don't like the design for Godzuki. I like what they've done with Godzilla. This is where we get the idea of Godzilla being green from, even though in just about every film appearance in the Showa era, he's, you know, like gray black skinned he certainly gets greener from here on out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in in media i mean especially if i I would say that millennium godzilla is definitely green godzuki ruins everything fun about the show miles this show has one of the best intro songs i think of of any animated show of of this nature and it's ruined by godzuki it's 
Yeah, that the, that chorus, <laughs> that chorus of Godzilla, Godzilla, and Godzuki. And I, I can't... see. I like that because it, it just makes me laugh every single time. No, it. it I, all I could hear is our friend Drew singing that, and it ruins it for me. Well, that's <laughs> Drew, Drew ruining, ruining things. Anyway. It's a ten out of ten song, and then you add in the Godzuki line, and it it drops it down to a five out of ten. But we're not really rating this this animated show like we do for normal film entries here. There's not much to compare this to besides the King Kong show, which we've already talked about on the podcast. A very similar because both that show and this one are based on the extremely popular animated show, Johnny Quest, you know, mm-hmm. adventure style, kind of like a mixed group of people. And this one, though, like King Kong, has a giant kaiju in it. But the, yeah, the, just the monsters never really are up to snuff. We don't get anything like a Mechanicong or like yeah, the, none of the classic. The, mo- the monsters, monsters being not great definitely hurt it. And I also think the the fights Godzilla has with the monsters they do have aren't that interesting because they can't no. really do anything interesting. Most of the episodes are structured around they meet the monster and are, are beaten or turned away in some form. Godzilla saves them, but then the monster that they're fighting gets away, and then they have a final like third act fight showdown where no matter what, Godzilla wins, you know, even if he needs help by by the Calico crew or what have you. Obviously, Godzilla wins every single fight. So it, it gets a little repetitive. But like I said, season two, there's some more interesting science fiction and fantasy ideas. As far as the legacy for this animated series, like I said, besides it being probably the most recognizable version of Godzilla in the United States in the 70s, 80s, even you know, up until the 90s. Not not much for the animated show itself. It, it never had a revival like a lot of other Hanna-Barbera cartoons of the time period. They never really brought it back in any way, except there was a 1999 Adult Swim bumper called Godzilla versus the Y2K bug, which was just a minute clip, kind of like a little joke with the Calico crew. And yeah, besides that, thankfully... No Godzuki anywhere else, Miles. <laughs> no, no more references really to to Godzuki no. uh, that I I would have to suffer through. Some some toys and, and things like that. Some plushes throughout the uh, years. But. Honestly, like I do like seeing some of the Godzilla animated. Like like the Mondo recently had a cool vinyl figure of that out. I, and yeah, you know, I thought they did Godzuki as well, but they just had they, the the Godzilla. I think they I think they overstylized the Godzilla they had. So it kind of felt that way. Well, the colorization felt like Godzuki's. It was very light. It almost looked like it looked more like Reptar from the Rugrats than than the Godzilla here. Yes. I mean, and, and Reptar is obviously ba- wholly based on Godzilla. <laughs> look, look forward to our Rugrats retrospective <laughs> episode. I say this on April 1st. It's not going to it's not it's not going to uh, land when this episode airs. <laughs> I was about to say that's what it's a while two away. months ago. Yeah. This is me from the past. Yeah, I, I, I think what's what's I, th- I think this was an interesting show. It's certainly a show that should have been made. A, a, a Godzilla cartoon for kids is a no brainer. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a kind of show that I wish they kind of made now. But like, I mean, the Godzilla shows that we get now are made more like in that kind of Shin Godzilla mindset. It's for fans of Godzilla, not really mm-hmm. for kids, even though right. you, you could, you know, make some sort of argument for singular point, but not really. 
Well, I, mean, I, I think a show like this that was geared towards kids that had Toho monsters, like in the wake of like King of the Monsters, would have done gangbusters. I wish. I wish. We, they, they, they went forward with a King Kong style show for, for Netflix, but didn't get a. Yeah, which a is a womp womp. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, kids, kids want to see monsters fight and. I mean, even give me like an okay KO style monster show where like all the monsters have ratings and like, I would would love it. I would love it. It'd be so cool. Like kids love monsters. Kids love monsters fighting. It would be a blast. Like I said, we're not going to rate this like we, we normally do for, for film projects. But as far as the TV shows that we watch so far, this is pretty far down low on the listing. This, this is like a five or a six for me as, as far as personal enjoyment goes. I don't know if we, we rated. Yeah, King Kong. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm right there with you. It's right around King Kong for me, too. <laughs> the King Kong show. I mean, I, I, I would rather probably watch this because I'd prefer giant lizard and king kong but yeah i i <laughs> neither is very that. high yeah not, 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 neither is neither is going to be great there's there's a number of hanna-barbera cartoons i will watch first <laughs> well well i mean in kaiju television the other options that you have are ultra q and ultraman and those are much better options uh, yeah and if you Even- listen to i would guess i say our distant cousin show the more you nerd where drew and i have talked about Ultraman and Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. We've, we've got a whole, on a whole tokusatsu route. <laughs> I've, um, I've watched Zone Fighter for sure. Way over. Zone, Zone Fighter is great. Zone Fighter is the, the hidden gem of the 1970s. But yeah, that that'll do it for us here. Um, if you want to talk about Godzuki and your love for him, you can email us at kaiju versus history at gmail.com or talk to us on Twitter at kaiju versus history. <laughs> Rate our show wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to comment there. We'll, we'll read comments on the podcast and share us with your kaiju loving friends. We have a letterboxed where you can see our reviews in a five star format, even though we are a one to ten scale for the the podcast normally but yeah that's that's gonna do it what are we what are we getting into next week miles oh boy so uh tune in next week when we take a look back at the high kaiju sized highs and low queen kong sized lows of this season of kaiju versus history it's almost it's hard to believe another season is already coming to a close patrick Mm -hmm. but it is that time again so tune in next week for Kaiju versus Season 3, the 1970s recap. <laughs>